Hello everyone, my name is Clay, and welcome to another episode of Terminally Nerdy's Indie Impressions, show where I take a look at independent, non-AAA, and niche titles, giving you my quick first impressions after at least two hours of playtime. And you know what, we'll mention it now, please remember to like, share, and subscribe, the podcast, the video, however you're consuming this. It helps me out. And leave comments. I read them. Today we're going to be looking at a new Metroidvania uh, called Bookbound Brigade, uh, the key was sent to me through a PR agency by the developers. I played it specifically on the Switch, although it is coming to PC as well. And uh, I want to say it's... Let me check, actually. I want to say it's 20 bucks, but I need to check. Yeah, 20 bucks. So, Bookbound Brigade has an interesting plot. The idea is that there is sort of a book of all books in sort of a dimensional library, and it's where all literature has been housed. And at the start of the game, the book of books, or Bob, yes, Bob, has been stolen. A team of five characters from literature, specifically King Arthur, Sun Wukong, Robin Hood, Dracula, and Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, are put together to go out and find the pages of the Bob, find out who stole it, and get it back. You do this by going into different sort of zones based on literary concepts. Like you start in a medieval area, you go to a pirate area, stuff like that. Uh, and you meet characters from novels that would fit in those regions. Like when you go to the medieval area, you run into Joan of Arc. Uh, when you go to the pirate area, you run into the... What the hell is it? The Black Pirate? I forget his name. The Black Corsair. Uh, you also pick up Queen Elizabeth as another member of your party. Uh, it's a metroidvania. Traversal is jumping, you have a whole lot of traps to deal with, lots of trap rooms, uh, you have combat, side-scrolling. Visually, the game is actually really nice. The... how's the best way to explain this? It's kind of like somebody took paper and made the levels out of paper. Everything's very angular. Uh, it looks really clean, actually. The character sprites are cute and well-animated. And uh, really the only complaint I have about the visuals is that they use a three-layer parallax scrolling setup. So you have a front, a foreground, you have the game level, where you are, and then a background. And all three scroll at different rates. While this looks really nice most of the time, there are instances where the foreground will block your vision entirely of where you are. This is really bad when you get into combat... Uh, in the medieval area, there was a tree that completely blocked my view of the area, and I had to run away from the enemies so that the tree moved so I could see what I was fighting. Uh, there's an instance in the cave system where it was really hard to see markings on the floor to avoid flame jets because the foreground's cave rock formations were blocking the bottom of the thing. So it's a nice effect, but it gets kind of in the way. The music is also pretty nice. Uh, some good tunes. I enjoy it. The narrator is voice acted, but the characters are not. They're very Animal Crossing-like. They each have their own voice, so you can clearly tell who's talking, but they don't actually say what they're saying, uh, except Sun Wukong on occasion will make monkey noises. Makes sense. He's a monkey. Uh, and that's pretty much it there. The problems I have with this game come entirely from the gameplay. So... It is a Metroidvania. You're doing a lot of platforming. Uh, and this one is heavily focused on traps. So most of the time in the levels, at least my two hours of playing, I was dealing with traps. And the game's hitboxes seem a little too big for what they should be. On multiple occasions, 
I would be near a trap, say a spike coming up from the ground, or I'd be jumping on the platform and be on the edge near a spike, or I'd be trying to avoid a flame jet, and I am not getting touched by the sprite that is there. I'm not getting touched by the flame jet sprite, I'm not getting touched by the spike sprite, but I get hit all the same. I can't tell if the characters' hitboxes are too big, or if the traps and things, their hitboxes are too big. But on top of that, there are instances where if the enemies are in certain positions, you won't hit them. But because you take damage on contact, they will hurt you. Uh, you can actually see, if you watch this on YouTube and see the gameplay, you can see me fight the first boss. And I get into a fight with him, and I basically just sit inside of him, spamming the attack button. And the hope is that I kill him before he kills me, because that's kind of what I have to do here. Um... Beyond that, the writing is great. I actually like watching the characters interact. And the plot where, since the Book of All Books has been stolen, and the like stories are becoming unbound, the characters act out of character. Dorothy becomes kind of a punk rocker. Uh, Robin Hood's kind of a scaredy cat. My favorite is Queen Elizabeth when you get her, because she just wants to punch the crap out of everything. It's hilarious. But... Overall, my experience with this has not been positive. With games like this, while the story and the music and the visuals are all great, a Metroidvania lives and dies by its gameplay. And if the gameplay isn't snappy and isn't precise, you're going to have problems. I mean, there's issues because of the way the formation system works. This game, instead of giving you tools, gives you formations. Real quick. Uh... You can do things like have half your party sitting on a ledge and half of them falling off the ledge, and you will actually get stuck, and you have to jump to get on the ledge. Uh, the game starts with your characters being in a 3 by 2 pyramid, and when you attack, the characters at random swing their weapons. They will randomly target the closest enemy to them and swing towards them. But you have no control over which one's swinging, so, like, if King Arthur is in the front and the enemy is in the back, you could have King Arthur attack, which means that the enemy on the back is not getting hit. And the only way you're going to hit that enemy is if the game decides that, say, Dorothy, who is the one at the back of the formation, decides to swing her weapon and hit the enemy. The hitboxes on all the weapons seem individual, so it's really random who is hitting and hitting where. You don't have a lot of control there. It's, it's kind of aggravating, and the, the formation system, like, you start with the little weird diamond, uh, and eventually you'll get tower formation, where everybody goes on top of everybody else's shoulders, and now you have the problem where you're swinging randomly up and down this tower, so you can completely have somebody at the top swing and not hit, because the enemy's not up there, the enemy's at the bottom. In fact, you have to use tower formation to do this whole tower cannon thing, where you juggle an enemy up the tower to launch them... Which is really annoying, because the controls to switch formations are really bizarre. To go into tower formation, you have to press and hold L1, and then press the top button on the controller. But to leave tower formation, you have to press and hold L1, and press the left button, not the top button. Why is that different? I don't know. And there are other formations you get. You get a wheel, which, from looking at the uh, footage... In the skill book, the wheel is how you're going to go and do like wall jumping, which is bizarre. The tower formation is used to hit things high up that you can't normally reach. Uh, there's a formation where you lower down and you get kind of flat. 
so everyone's on the same level, and that's how you go through small th- doors or small passageways. It's just, it's, it's an odd game. They tried to do some innovation here, and I don't think it works, to be perfectly honest. And with it being 20 bucks, I personally cannot recommend it. If you're into this sort of genre and you're looking for something brand new and you're willing to give it a try, I mean, you can. <laughs> uh, but I honestly would rather suggest waiting for a sale, wait for it to be 5 to 10 bucks at most and pick it up. But, yeah. Not every game's going to be a winner, unfortunately. Anyway, thank you for watching. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Hit me up on the social medias. Just basically Google Terminally Nerdy. You'll find me. And have a great one, everybody. Thanks again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Terminally Nerdy Podcast. If you want to see the video version of this, please visit youtube.com slash terminallynerdy. Also, you can support me on Patreon. Every dollar goes back into funding for hosting of this podcast, uh, new games, uh, advertising, everything to kind of help grow everything that I'm doing. You can find me at patreon.com slash terminallynerdy. And hey, thanks for listening. Be kind to each other and stay nerdy, everyone. See you next time.